All right. So here's the thing. I'm just really actually kind of just sitting here staring at my screen, you know, sitting in front of the mic, trying to come up with a clever way to introduce the show, you know, a cold opening, anything other than you're listening to my older podcast, episode number 13. I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but there's just nothing, nothing coming to mind. My, my creative juices have stopped flowing. And so I don't know. I guess the only thing I can do at this point is say, you're listening to my other podcast, episode number 13. (sighs) Hello and welcome to another episode of my other podcast, the show where I just tap record and that's it. I just tap record and walk away, have a burger, maybe a, a glass of milk, possibly. Anyway, 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 my name is Steven, which makes me your host, the host you can spread on toast that everybody envies from coast to coast, the host that wants to be cool, but yet is just almost the host that needs to stop rhyming so that y'all don't walk away and never come back. That's me. All right, so I got a number of things to cover this week. Uh, before we get into all that, I want to talk about a new podcast that I have launching next month. It's called Just Another Fanboy Presents. And uh, unlike Just Another Fanboy, or even unlike this podcast here, where you really don't know what you're getting into each and every week, you know, I, I don't talk about the same thing each and every week. You know that you're getting into some comics or some TV or some movies or, or or something like that, but I don't stick with one subject. You know what I'm saying? Just Another Fanboy Presents, however, I am picking one particular storyline or topic, and I'm talking about that for an entire season of episodes. And for season number one, we're going to be talking about the death of Superman. And uh Here, let me just play the trailer for you, which is up and out there and ready for anybody to listen to if you subscribe to the feed. On October 13th, 1992, a comic book hit the stands that would begin the single most epic storyline in the history of Superman in DC Comics. The issue was Superman, Man of Steel number 18, and the storyline was the death of Superman. And to celebrate this 30th anniversary, I've started an all-new podcast, Just Another Fanboy Presents, that will spend each season of episodes focusing on one storyline or subject. Hey folks, my name is Steven, host of the upcoming Just Another Fanboy Presents, and the death of Superman was a huge event that landed in the dawn of my comics collecting history, and I'm super excited to revisit it and then take all y'all along for the ride. Just Another Fanboy Presents The Death of Superman kicks off with an episode zero on Thursday, October the 6th, an episode designed to get you ready for the main event, which is episode one, where I'm going to go into each issue of the event each week that the issue or issues were released 30 years ago. So whether you want to read the story again, or you've just been looking for an excuse to read it for the first time, read along with me each week here on Just Another Fanboy Presents The Death of Superman. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.
So yeah, episode zero lands on October the 6th, and then episode one the week after that. Ah, yeah. This podcast is probably, uh, the first season will be, you know, about 40 or so episodes. It's going to go for about a year. So that makes me nervous, just thinking about that, just thinking about the commitment that I've already placed upon my back. Um, I'll also say that if you're a patron, if you're a member of my Patreon, episode zero is already there for you to listen to exclusively. Everybody else gets it on October 6th, but you can get it right now over there on the Patreon. If you're not a member of my Patreon, join. It's only a dollar a month, $12 a year. You know, that is uh, way less than a cup of coffee a month. I mean, that's chump change, folks. That's the kind of shit that falls out of your pocket when you're pulling out your keys. Dollar a month. Link will be in the show notes. And uh, by being a member, every now and again, you're going to get episodes before everybody else. That's that's really your only reward. Other than, you know, bathing in the good feeling that you are helping me support my family. That's uh, That's got to feel pretty special. So as I said, I have a number of things to talk about this week. I'm going to talk about the various comics I've read. Going to go over some news. Not a lot of news. I may not do the news each and every week because I have found that uh, for me, who really doesn't like to do a lot, it can be kind of a pain in the ass to pull out Palau. Palau. Pele. He was a soccer player, wasn't he? Anyway, it's a pain in the ass to pull all that together each and every week. And I've only done it two weeks now. So <laughs> that that shows you my level of commitment to doing work outside of what I'm required to do just in life, right? Why add to my burden? Why add weight to my back? I'm half a century old, folks. Suck it. Suck it. But yeah, beyond that, uh, we'll get, we're going to... That was a... If you didn't hear that, that was a big sigh. An exasperated sigh. <sighs> That's the problem with the podcast where you tap record and just start talking because Stephen don't speak all that well, folks. But you know this. If it's your first time, you don't know this. Well, you know it now. Suck it. Well, you can suck it. You suck it. Tell him to suck it. Suck it. Anyway, beyond all that, we are, of course, going to be talking about episode five of She-Hulk. And uh, if I feel up to it, I may talk about episode four of The Power of the Rings. But that's later. How about now we talk about some comics? What is your favorite thing in the world? Comics. Yes. Comics! No, 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 wait, tell me about comics. So if you're not aware, if you don't follow me over on the Twitter, I've been doing this thing for the past couple of years. Uh, somebody over on the Twitter started this whole hashtag thing called uh, My 500 Comic Goal. The idea is that anyone who participates, the goal is to try and read 500 comics in a year. And I mean, it sounds like a lot. And I guess if you have a life, it is a lot. 
But for those of us who really don't have a lot going on, it's it's not as many books as you would think. And thanks to places like the Marvel Unlimited app and the DC Infinite Universe app, there are so many comic books at your fingertips that when you combine that with your lack of life, hitting that 500 comic goal is not all that difficult. And in fact, I'm nearing 600 at this point for the year so far in September. And uh, I want to talk about the books that I read this week. Now, I'm going to be only mentioning newer type issues. I do read a lot of back issues, but I just want to talk about the newer stuff that I've read. First up, and I'm 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 taking these in order uh, that I read them this week, but in reverse order. So the last one I read was Predator number two. This was published by Marvel Comics on September 14th, 2022. So this is a, a new release. It was written by Ed Brisson with art by Kev Walker. And I did talk about issue number one recently on Just Another Fanboy dedicated an entire episode to issue number one. So, you know, go find that. You know, I should mention real quick, if you subscribe to the Everything or Else feed, or if you're subscribed to the Steven Says Stuff free substack, then you're getting all these episodes. Whether it's Just Another Fanboy, The Superman Super Show, my other podcast, you're getting them because that's the point of subscribing to the everything or else feed or subscribing to the Steven says stuff free Substack. It's so you can get all that stuff. You don't have to subscribe to the different shows. If you want if you want it all and you want it now, then that's what you want to do. Links will be in the show notes. Well, the link to the uh Steven says stuff free Substack will be in the show notes. The everything or else is just a podcast feed. It's just like subscribing to this podcast. You just want to do a search for everything or else. And then you don't have to subscribe to this one anymore because you're going to get all these episodes through the everything or else feed. Or again, if you want to subscribe to the Substack list.justanotherfanboy.com, I will send you every one of these episodes that I do straight to your inbox. And then you can set it up so that they also appear on your podcatcher of choice in most cases. But back to the books. So... Predator number two, I enjoyed not as much as I enjoyed issue number one. Uh, and I think that was just because issue number two seemed to, it seemed to fly by. It was, it was a good issue. Our main character, Theta, I think her name is, is on this ice planet and she's trying to, uh, gather up supplies and parts for the ship, the sandpiper. And we learn that there's possibly a, a predator on this planet. If you're unaware of what the series is about, or at least uh, I, I don't know how how long this series will go on, but uh, we learned in issue number one that Theta, as a child, um, was with her parents on some kind of spacefaring scientific expedition, and everyone but her were all killed by a predator, and now she has made it her mission in life to find that predator, hunt it down, and kill it. And she has hunted down a number of them and killed them, but she hasn't quite found the one yet that killed her parents, which uh, I'm I'm really enjoying the concept. It's a it's a so far two issues in. I'm really enjoying it. Um, Next, we have do a power bomb. Number four. This is from Image Comics, also released on September 14th, 2022. This is a Daniel Warren Johnson book. If you know me at all, 
If you've listened to any of my shows over the last couple of years, you know that I am a huge Daniel Warren Johnson fan. This series is set in the world of professional wrestling, which would normally turn me off. I'm not a I'm not a professional wrestler guy. I used to be. I'm just not anymore. But like anything Daniel Warren Johnson does, he takes something like that. For example, Murder Falcon, the theme there is heavy metal, shredding guitars, thunder and drums. And then he he just takes that and makes it a sliver of the story and writes an epic tale around that. And that's what he's done here with professional wrestling. He's taken this, this concept, um, which is uh, about a woman whose name suddenly I can't remember. Her mom's name is Yua. Her mom was a very famous professional wrestler who died in the ring. And now uh, her daughter, Luna, maybe. Good Lord, I hope I have that right. She's she's an adult. She's been trying to get into wrestling for years, uh, but she can't quite get into the, the professional side of it because folks like her uncle and her father uh, have stopped that from happening because of what happened to her mother. And then this is where Daniel Warren Johnson kind of turns it on its head because you learn that there is a uh, a being, an otherworldly being who is like a uh, interdimensional conqueror who has been uh, sent to like a limbo type world who discovered Earth television and through that wrestling and has started this interdimensional wrestling tournament. And because of this uh, being's, uh, what was this guy's name? Necroton, something like that. Uh, this dude has the power over death. And whoever wins the, the tournament um, can have anyone they choose brought back to life. And so uh, ultimately, it's, a, uh, it's the, a book about a wrestling tournament featuring wrestlers from various alien worlds and dimensions. Um, but it, there, it's, it's so much deeper than that, that, I mean, that's really, we're just scratching the surface there four issues in every, every issue that I've ended, I've just, my mind has been blown. They're just, they're just great, great books. Daniel Warren Johnson is, uh, he, he, he does, he does some great stuff. Murder Falcon is still my favorite of everything he's done so far, but we still have three issues of do a power bomb left so that it may change. My opinion may change by the time we finish that. Um, I read star hinge number one by Liam Sharp. This is from image comics. It came out on July 6th, 2022. I think there are three issues out there so far. This is, this was a weird one. I'm not really quite sure how I feel about this series yet. Um, I know that when I finished issue number one, I was intrigued enough that I want to continue but not enough that I want to continue picking up the singles. I will wait until the trade comes out and and read it in that fashion. It's a gorgeous looking book. Liam Sharp handles uh, all the art chores and the writing, but it's a very strange story told throughout time, past, present, and future. There are aliens and star travelers and space knights and Merlin. It all seems to somehow tie back to the Arthur legend, King Arthur and all that, um, and, and the ancient history of Britain. Um, yeah, it's really quite interesting. But again, I think I'm going to wait for the trade to finish that sucker out because uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I ended that first issue and didn't quite feel the pull uh, that made me want to immediately pick up issue number two, which if you're reading stuff digitally through Comixology, it's not difficult to do. It's not like I... I set it down and went, 
I don't feel like going all the way into the comic book store to pick up issue number two. No, all I had to do is tap a button and boom, issue number two would be right there on my tablet. But yeah, I just, it didn't, it didn't hit me that hard. Uh, now some books are like that. Some books have first issues that, that just hit so hard that you can, you know, you can't not pick up the second issue. That's how I felt with Predator. And then I read the second issue and I was like, all right, well, okay. You know, <laughs> sick in it, the, the second issue didn't hit me as hard as the first one. For all I know, the second issue of Starhenge uh, could crack me upside the head with a freaking baseball bat and end up being one of the greatest comics I have yet to read. But, you know, when you're a fanboy on a budget, you have to kind of, you have to make these choices. All right, next up is a, a book called Census uh, from Comicsology. It's a Comicsology original book. Uh, this was issue number one, which came out on September 13th, uh, so this past week. Um, this was written by Mark Bernardin, art by Adam Freeman, and letters by Bernardo Bryce. Oh, uh, Sebastian Pires was the colorist. This was a really fun book. Uh, I picked this up on a whim. Uh, because I am a member of Comixology Unlimited, of course, any Comixology original I get to read as part of the service, so technically for free. And uh, this is about a guy who is kind of, I don't want to say down on his luck, but he 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 just kind of feels like a lovable loser who goes through a, who, who, you know, goes through a number of jobs. And he ends up going after this job uh, that he he winds up getting, um, basically traveling uh, New York and taking a census of what turns out to be mythical creatures, supernatural beings. Um, it's very, it's a, it's a funny book. And in fact, um, he, you know, he narrates the whole thing and the opening page, rather than him narrating it, he's actually speaking to the reader, which, you know, in, in, in Ferris Bueller, She-Hulk fashion, um, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, of course I will be reading the second issue. It's uh, a little easier to do that when the series is in essence free. I also read... From Marvel Comics, Conan Volumes 1 and 2 by Jason Aaron. These uh, are the books when um, Marvel got the license, got the Conan license uh, back a couple of years ago. Uh, they kicked off the book with um, 12 issues by Jason Aaron and uh, finally had a chance to sit down and read the first two, the, the, the two volumes that collect those 12 issues. And... It took me a long time. I've I've owned these for a while, but when I read the first issue, I really enjoyed it. And then when I read the second issue or started the second issue, I, I immediately was confused and I put it down and never went back. And and uh, I think the reason behind that is because there is a, a single narrative that flows through all twelve issues. But for at least the first six issues, they they what they do is Aaron kind of sets up this idea that Conan, when he's um, first starting out as an adventurer, meets this witch who tries to kill him as a blood sacrifice to her god. And he, uh, he kills her instead. And then we jump forward in time. A decade or two, uh, Conan is now King Conan, and he encounters the witch again, who turns out to not be dead and the issue ends with the witch's children, twins, uh, uh, boy and girl, killing Conan 
as a blood sacrifice to their god. And then when the second issue picks up, you're back to Conan as somewhat of a young man, and there's really no reference to anything that happened in that first issue until near the end. And what happened, what, 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 what Jason Aaron is doing is he's taking this, these 12 issues and he's kind of doing almost like done in one issues to a certain extent, focusing on different periods in Conan's life, but they all tie into what will eventually happen to him, uh, when he is a king and he is apparently murdered by these two children. And when that whole thing wraps up by the end of the 12 issues, it's, it's pretty darn good. And I wish I would have, I wish I wouldn't have thrown that second issue to the ground digitally. I mean, it's, I'm reading them digitally. So it's not like I physically threw my tablet to the ground. Uh, but I wish I would have given the second issue more of a chance and, and finished it. Uh, cause I probably would have, finished these both of these volumes a couple of years back but I didn't and uh but now I have and I'm really quite happy they were they were quite good and now I'm going to move on to the uh cuz cuz he did those 12 issues and then he did a a series called King Conan for Marvel and um probably going to read those next lastly on my list is another comicsology original series called Canary this is a western horror book written by Scott Schneider. I always say Schneider. Scott Schneider with art and colors by Dan Panosian. Uh, both Panosian and Schneider uh, created this book. Letters by Richard Starkings. It's a three-issue series. The first two issues are out right now. First one was released on July 19th. The second one on August 23rd. And issue three apparently doesn't come out until October, October 25th. But I... I kind of stumbled across this because Dan Panosian uh, tweeted about it out there on the Twitters. And immediately, you know, basically, I see this tweet about a Comixology original book uh, featuring art by Dan Panosian, who is uh, a wonderful artist. And it's a freaking Western and a Western horror to boot. And I thought, well, I got to check this out. And Canary refers to the Canary Mine, um, which I don't remember what state that's in now off the top of my head. But basically, we're following this uh, this lawman who has made a name for himself uh, after tracking down and killing uh, a serial killer, basically. Uh, and uh, now there are a series of murders that have been happening in this general area of the country that are, are quite horrific, um, all done by just people who just suddenly one day decide they're going to commit murder. The the first one, the the book opens with a uh, a school teacher who was murdered during class by one of her students who's like 10 years old. And there is a geologist who is able to kind of link everything back to this canary mine and to a, a a series of waterways that flow underground that all uh start at this mine, underneath this mine, and uh, all connect these various murders. And so the the lawman, whose name I can't remember, and who wears a um, face bandana mask with a coffin on it, uh, he joins up with this geologist uh, to to investigate this. And we learn in these first two issues that when he tracked down this murderer that made him famous, it was there at Canary where this mind is. And he shot the man dead in a body of water outside the mine. So 
my theory at this point, and I don't know if they're trying to hide it, um, but my theory at this point is that when he murdered this dude, uh, his blood got into the water system, of course, and it what, whatever turned him, whatever supernatural thing, and I'm assuming there's supernatural forces at work, um, but whatever was in him got into the water system and has infected basically these other people. But really enjoyed those two issues. Uh, other than do a power bomb issue number four, it was probably uh, those two issues were probably the, the my 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 favorite thing I've read over the last week. And so, yeah, if you're not a member, if you you know what, um, I'm a, I'm a big proponent, a big uh, champion of digital comics through places like Comixology. Um, you know, I've reached that I, I've kind of reached that age in life where as much as I miss going into the comic book store each week, getting books from a pull list, finding new books on the shelf, taking them home in that paper bag, sorting them by which ones I I, I want to read first and uh, which ones I want to read last, which I always put the ones that I was looking forward to most at the bottom of the stack. You know, I always wanted to save the best for last. As much as I miss that, I don't miss then the subsequent bagging and boarding and sorting them into boxes and storing them and all that crap. You know, now I can just, as long as I have my phone on me, I mean, I read all my comics on, on a tablet, but honestly, as long as I have my phone on me, I have my comic collection wherever I go. You know, I go to uh, a thing at the school. My, my my kid is singing in the choir and we go and sit down and we have a, a half hour to wait. I pull out my phone. I start reading comics. You know, that's pretty cool. And so uh, if you don't have anything against reading your comics digitally, I would um, suggest, urge you to join Comixology Unlimited. Uh, you do get a discount on most books that you purchase. It depends on the the publisher, but then you also get these Comixology originals for free. Um, and there's also books that go into the Comixology Unlimited library. They, you know, each month they add new ones and take others out, but you know, you get to read those for free as well. You're borrowing them, but still, it's a, I think it's a pretty pretty sweet deal. Anyway, that's uh, those are the comics I read this week. So how about we move on to news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. All right. So like I said, at the the top of the show, um, I may not do news every week. Um, I discovered this week as I was going through the week and looking at news stories that popped up every day, um, there really aren't a lot of news stories uh, that that interested me at all this week. And I don't feel like sitting here and reading off, you know, press releases for news stories that don't interest me. I'm not a, I'm not a reporter. That's not my job here. I'm not here to just give you all the news that's out there. So what I'll do is throughout the week, if a news story pops up, if something shows up uh, for, you know, comic book news or movie news or TV news or whatever, but something that I think is interesting and I feel like talking about it, then that's what we'll do here. And really the only thing I have to talk about over this past week is the information that came out of the D23 uh, Disney Expo thing, uh, which happened on Friday and Saturday, uh, I think on Sunday as well. 
We spent most of the day on Saturday watching the live stream of it on YouTube, my daughter and I, and uh, it was all right, it was kind of fun. But as far as the news that came out of D23, I'm not really telling you anything that you haven't heard already if you're, if you're out there on the internet. But some of the things that I found fun that I enjoyed that came out of it was the, uh, the trailer for the Tales of the Jedi, which will be on Disney Plus on October 26th. So that's coming up in a little over a month. This is uh, made by the same people who did uh, Star Wars, The Bad Batch, and uh, the, the the Clone Wars animated series. So this is a, an animated show. And from what I understand, it's an anthology series. Uh, but the trailer looks really interesting. Uh, there's there's going to be a story about Dooku and, uh, you know, Count Dooku when he was a Jedi, a younger man, or at least a middle-aged man. Um, and there'll be a story about Ahsoka Tano. So that, uh, I think that looked pretty interesting. Um, continuing with Star Wars stuff, they released the trailer for Mandalorian, or The Mandalorian Season 3, which looks pretty awesome. Um, they're now referring to, in the show, they're referring to uh, Grogu as uh, the Mandalorian's son, which I think is kind of neat. Uh, they also released, um, well, they announced that, if we're going to continue with Star Wars stuff, they announced that, the, uh, they announced that uh, Season 2 of Star Wars The Bad Batch uh, has been pushed back from September 28th to January 4th. That kind of sucks, but uh, you know what? I'm a patient man. Uh, they did. They 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 also uh, in the the Marvel world uh, they released trailers for Secret Invasion and Werewolf by Night. Uh, Werewolf by Night will be a special, uh, so it's just a, a one episode or movie uh, that will be on Disney Plus on October seventh. It's black and white, and while I didn't get it from the trailer, I thought I read somewhere that it's supposed to be a comedy, which I hope that's not true. I mean, if it is, fine. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But, you know, we're talking about a, a what in essence is a Halloween special featuring a werewolf. Um, and the man thing is in it, too, if you if you are paying attention to the trailer, because they they uh, you get it. You get a glimpse of man thing. But I think it looks fun. I've only read uh, a few issues of the comic uh, from back in the 70s. And those issues were kind of dumb, <laughs> you know. Uh, Moon Knight did make his debut in Werewolf by Night, so there's that tie. Moon Knight will not be in the special, however. And uh, Blade was apparently supposed to be in the special, but will not be making uh, his MCU debut in the special. Uh, Secret Invasion is set for sometime in 2023. It's uh, a Nick Fury show, and it's based on the comic of the same name, in which uh, scrolls have secretly invaded earth because they can change their shape and be anybody that they want to be and so with the idea that uh, secret invasion is going to be this tv show coming out on disney plus you have to start asking yourself you know looking back over the last however many years of the mcu uh who's a scroll because that's that's what that's what happened in the comics you found out that there were a number of marvel characters who over the last number of years had been scrolls the entire time. So that will be kind of funny. Funny? That will be kind of fun for that reveal, especially since, you know, the, the scrolls were a part of the Captain Marvel movie and they kind of twisted it so that in the MCU, the scrolls were basically the good guys. They were uh, being oppressed by an invading Kree uh, army government 
empire type thing. Captain Marvel and Nick Fury um, kind of make it their job to help the Skrulls find a new home because their home was destroyed during the war. And so in the Marvel, you know, the Marvel Comics universe, there are the Skrulls have always been the bad guys. So I just have to wonder, based on this trailer and based on the idea for the show, I'm assuming that there will be a faction of Skrulls who have decided that uh, maybe they don't want to find a new home. Maybe they're they're happy on Earth and they want to uh, make Earth their new home. And, and not only that, uh, take over control of the Earth at the same time. So that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything that came out of D23 that I recall um, finding interest in. Um, they did, oh, actually they did reveal the lineup for the Thunderbolts, which I think is going to be a movie. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's supposed to land on July 26, 2024. You know, when they when they when they announce stuff and they just kind of give you little bits of information on stuff that's not going to be out for a couple of years. I just there's a big part of me that doesn't care. The only reason I made note of this is because there's so many people online that's already decided this is going to suck uh, because of the lineup, which is U.S. agent. Uh, Yelena, who is the new Black Widow, Taskmaster, Red Guardian, Ghost, and Winter Soldier. Uh, the leader apparently is involved. I, I keep saying when I've been talking about the She-Hulk series that the big bad behind that is going to turn out to be the leader. And now I'm, of course, thinking maybe not if, uh, you know, they've revealed that the leader is going to be part of this Thunderbolts movie. Uh, I would I would think that maybe they'd, I don't know, maybe, maybe they'd still plan on making the leader's debut in, in She-Hulk, but I don't know. I, 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 I don't think so at this point, but um, I'm reserving judgment. I have found that most everything that it gets announced by Marvel for the MCU, that immediately the internet starts talking smack on and saying this is going to suck. Can't believe they're doing this. Uh, I hate Marvel, blah, blah, blah. Uh, turns out I end up loving whatever it is that everybody's hating on. So uh, I'm going to reserve judgment on this. I think the one criticism I've seen most is that, you know, all of these characters are the same people, which I don't agree with at all. I mean, ultimately what you're saying is because these are in essence, street level military espionage type characters that they're all this, the same thing. And yeah, it's doesn't, it lacks the diversity of, you know, a team where you get some of them that are non-powered and some of them that are powered individuals and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you don't get that. But what I'm taking from this is that the Thunderbolts is a team of spies, a, a, a team of um, secret agents, you know, a, a team of, uh, you know, if you took characters like James Bond and, um, good Lord, why can't I think of any, any other James Bond type characters? You know, there's a crap ton of them out there, but if you took all them and teamed them up on one, you know, team, and uh, they're, they they went out there and they did the dirty work, and you know, it makes me think of the losers or uh, teams like that. I think I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I I'm keeping an open mind. I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. This is not a super team that um, is brought together to take on Thanos or someone like that. I think this is a. Uh, we're going to go down and take out, uh, you know, a terrorist organization or, or, or something to that effect. You know, uh, even super terrorists, I think. I, I don't know. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm going to reserve judgment and we'll see what else they release between now and 2024. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's that's what came out of D23. 
So uh, I guess we'll move on to She-Hulk, episode number five. All right, episode number five of She-Hulk came out this week, September 15th. It was entitled Mean Green and Straight Poured Into These Jeans, which is a great title and, and ties into a moment in the episode. Uh, this show just keeps getting better and better. Uh, Wikipedia describes the episode as, uh, or, or, or summarizes the episode as uh, Titania has trademarked the name She-Hulk for a new line of beauty products, which angers Jennifer Walters. Holloway warns Walters that she needs to deal with this situation quickly and assigns Mallory Book as her attorney for the case. Ramos and Pug come up with the plan to acquire a superhero outfit for Walters from Luke Jacobson, a highly exclusive tailor, while Book and Walters decide to countersue Titania in the hopes of regaining the She-Hulk trademark. Walters is annoyed to discover that Todd, one of her unsuccessful dates, is also a client at her firm, but this helps her realize that she can use her dating app history to establish a past record of her identifying as She-Hulk before Titania tried to gain the trademark. With her past dates testimonies, Walters wins the case and she establishes a tentative friendship with Book. She later acquires her new custom outfits from Jacobson. All right. Again, uh, this show just keeps firing on all cylinders. This was a, another fun episode. Um, really enjoyed Nikki and Pug going out to find something that She-Hulk can wear because, you know, as it is when she is in her She-Hulk form and she's practicing law, she's basically wearing a, a big suit, like like probably something a basketball player would wear, but yet not really all that stylish. And when she is not She-Hulk, when she's Jen, the suit, of course, is big and bulky and, and hangs off of her. And, and uh, it's one of the things that Emily Book kind of insists on when she takes this case against Titania for Jen is that you need to find something to wear that looks good. And that's when Nikki and Pug go out to uh, find somebody who can make some outfits for her, outfits that will... Uh, change size basically as Jen changes from She-Hulk and back and, and whatnot. And uh, it kind of starts out because Pug wants Nikki to do him a favor. He is one of these guys that collects sneakers and the new uh, uh, Iron Man 3 sneakers were coming out and he wants to get in line for them, but they're only, uh, you know, you're only allowed to buy one pair per person. So if he can convince Nikki to stand in line with him, then he can get two pairs, one to wear and one to uh, display, basically. And she she agrees uh, only if he will help her find somebody uh, to make these outfits for Jen. And the person they find now, I didn't know this. I ran across this online, but the the person they find, Luke Jacobson, does come from the comics. But apparently this character first showed up in Dakota North, a miniseries from uh, 1986. Uh, as a, you know, someone in the fashion industry that Dakota has to uh, uh, protect. Apparently the character has not appeared in Marvel Comics since, but we get the character here in the show and we get a reveal at the end when Jen arrives to pick up her, her new suits. Uh, first, that he apparently has also created a super suit for her, uh, which we have seen in trailers, I believe. I, I know I've seen it either an image or... Uh, we've seen it in the trailer, and it's very rep reminiscent of just her purple and white, uh, you know, onesie that she wears in the comics. 
but we also see that he appears to be working on a new suit for Daredevil, who has yet to show up in the series. But I'm assuming based on the reveal at the end of this episode that we're going to see Daredevil, uh, Matt Murdock in episode number six. And then I hope he's there for seven and eight as well, because they've really been hyping and teasing this whole Daredevil appearance in the show. And, you know, here we are five episodes into an eight episode series and he hasn't shown up yet. So I hope it's more than just he's he's here for one episode and then he's gone and then we won't get him again until the 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 new Daredevil series. But but, you know, dang, I'm just enjoying the crap out of this show. Titania. We get a lot of her in this episode, and I really enjoyed her character. The 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 adversarial nature between her and Jen is just wonderful. The way that they interacted with each other during uh, the, the the their time in court was just was just freaking hilarious. It's just it's just such a good show. Um, slightly disappointed that we didn't get more of a uh, Wong and Madison, and we may not the rest of the series, but uh. I, I've been reading stuff online. I guess the the guy who plays Wong, whose whose name I just I don't I didn't write down any of this stuff, and I I have a bad memory. But um, ultimately, he was asked about this idea that uh, a lot of people are putting out there uh, for a uh, a Wong TV series, and of course he is he he's good to go. It, you know, he, he basically said if they want to do that, that's great. It's not something he's going to pursue because he's. Uh, He's very happy and very grateful with where the character of Wong is right now. And he's he's uh, he's not going to push anything. Uh, but, yeah, if they wanted to make a, a show, he's all for it. And I am a I'm a big I'm a big fan of Wong. And uh, I've been I've said it before. I, I, I agree that they need to make a show. And, and I would love to see uh, Madison in it. But, you know, like I said last episode, I think Madison is Mephisto, <laughs> you know, so that may, you know, that may throw a wrench in things, or that may be a big selling point for the show. You know, maybe they don't reveal that in She-Hulk and they do a long series with Madison and we find out that Madison is, is, is Mephisto and, and the actual Madison is held captive in Mephisto's dimension or, or hell or whatever you want to call it. And Wong has to go get her back. That would be fun. But uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else I want to point out in this episode. It was a lot of fun and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, but before we wrap it up, I, I do want to say that uh, I did watch, got up super early this morning so I could A, record this episode and B, watch the latest episode of The Rings of Power, episode number four. And that may very well be my favorite show that's on television so far. It's just so good. and. Was a little disappointed this week that the stranger who uh, is with the the Harfoots is it was not you know they didn't touch on that storyline at all in this episode uh, because I really need to know who that is uh, I'm leaning towards Gandalf at this point but um, we'll see uh, they keep introducing the idea of you know at this they're they're kind of hinting at various characters who may or may not be Sauron we learn that Adar is an elf. Um, and that Adar means Lord and Father. That's what the the the, the orcs have been calling him. Uh, you know, of course, it it it, it, it you, you feel like at this point that he is Sauron, but the dude that's with Galadriel, who she says is the 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 rightful king of the 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 men in the south, he may very well be Sauron. I think he might be the Witch King. 
uh, one of the Nazgul, the the leader of the Nazgul. I think that's who he's going to end up being. But uh, just loving the crap out of this show. It's so intricate and so epic that it's really kind of hard for me to really talk about with any level of intelligence, uh, other than to say that it's just it's just an amazing show. And uh, can't wait till next week to watch episode five. But that's all I got this week, folks. Um, whew, as I'm looking at the recording, we're, we're almost reaching an hour. Who knows what that'll be once I start editing and taking out silences and, and all that junk. But uh, that's a long one this week, folks. Will they always be this long? I, I don't know. I, you know, last week I said that this is how the episodes are going to be going forward so that I, I, I can talk about many different things. But that may not always be the case. I may decide, you know, some week in the future that I just want to talk about a certain band for an episode. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll just see how I feel each week. You all know that, that I just I do what I want and change things when I want. And that's probably why um, I don't have a lot of listeners. And that's all right, because those of you who do listen, you are just a loyal core of loyal listeners who are here each and every week to hear me talk about things, stuff. So yeah, if you want to provide any feedback, all that stuff is going to be in the show notes, the the email, the phone number, all that junk. So uh, without any ceremony, I'll end the episode right now. Bye. baby.